This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Southern Health Future. Updates from the Southern District Health Board and Community Health Council. And joining me on the line this morning for a korero, uh, Matt Pedersen. Matt is the Telehealth Implementation Manager with the Southern DHB. Joins us on the line. Now, Maureen, good to have you with us, Matt. Maureen, Jeff. Now, you recently joined the Southern DHB in this position, Matt. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, the role and how you're getting your teeth into it. Thanks, Jeff. Um, yeah, I just joined back in July, and it's um, been an interesting time to join the health the uh, health board, to be fair, with COVID and whatnot that's happened since then. But uh, long story short, my job is to help facilitate the change within services and groups within the hospital and DHB and the wider community to help get telehealth up and running in its many different guises. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's in a nutshell what I do. All right, so let's drill this down a little bit further and talk about telehealth itself. What is it and how is it delivered across the South? That's right, a, good, a good question, that one, because uh, a lot of people seem to think it's uh, many different things. But in its purest sense, telehealth effectively is when the patient and the medical practitioner, doctor, nurse, or whoever's providing the health care are in geographically different locations and connected by technology. And that may be uh, just like you and I doing right now, Jeff, over the phone, but more commonly in what the uh, more richer environment for telehealth would be, a, would it be a video, video consultation uh, on the likes of Microsoft Teams or Zoom or something like that. But a long story, long story is to bring the, to remove the geographical gap and get the, uh, their information to the patient that they need. Um, Matt, some of us have already experienced that kind of interaction. A lot of even our general practices have been working that way through COVID-19 restriction. Yes, yes, that's right. And, and the general feedback is it's largely very positive. Um, for obvious reasons, it helps with a pandemic or an endemic uh, landscape. Uh, but the the big thing for most people is that um, it it gives people time not 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 just the doctors and patients but it gives the time back in the day. So often when people do go to see a doctor or have to come to the hospital, there's quite a um, quite a uh, deficit of time put on them, and that may mean time off work or or friends or family needing to support them, and also take time off work and, and so on and so forth. So it makes quite a difference if you can have a private space and just talk to the doctor over on your mobile phone or on a video call and and get what you need that way. Yeah, I imagine the way this uh, Aotearoa New Zealand's set up, there's quite a few people who are living in rural communities, for example, that a trip to the doctor or the specialist for them might mean even an overnighter, but certainly sort of driving several hours to make, make, make an appointment, and that in itself can come with its own stresses and maybe even compromise some issues of the health you're trying to address. I might I might take some of that information there, Jeff. You hit the nail on the head. You're 100% right. Uh, particularly in our southern DHB, uh, I mean, we've got some very geographically um, distant um, locations, and that's the same for most DHBs across the country. So uh, th- that does bring into questions uh, uh, connectivity issues, which, which are an issue for some people. If, you, if you've got no mobile reception and no internet, it makes a uh, telehealth appointment rather difficult. But you're, you're quite right. Some people, for example, if they're travelling to Invercargill or Dunedin Hospital, the, the round trip could be you know, without exaggerating, could be five or six hours driving, plus the time for the consultation, finding parks, potentially, as you say, um, having impact on, on their health outcomes um, due to the stress and nature of having to travel all day. So, so yeah, it's a really good solution to help mitigate or minimise unnecessary travel.
Matt, it's quite easy, perhaps under that context, to see how that benefits patients. How about the benefits for healthcare professionals and specialists? Yes, that's the one that um, you know people people uh, often go. Oh, it must be all the benefits must be sitting on one side. But telehealth's one of those good stories where it actually benefits on on both sides because. For example, if we turn the uh, the patient travelling on its head, we often have specialists or doctors or dentists or orthodontists travelling all over the geographical area of the southern DHB. Now, if they can utilise that time more effectively than travelling unnecessarily or actually seeing and um, delivering healthcare to patients instead of the you know five six hours round trip time away from their family, so on and so forth, it really does um, pay the dividends for them as well. And it also enables them to, um, uh, basically the doctors get the benefit as, as do the patients from minimising any delay in care. So they, they get to, to view or triage the patient a bit quicker in general. Um, acknowledging what you mentioned before, Matt, about some people having some limitations around access to technology, um, these are fast-changing times. I imagine it's quite uh, an exciting sector to be working in in terms of what might be possible in the future. Yes, when you've got the likes of Elon Musk and co making all sorts of wonderful predictions, um, it, it's a very exciting area and connect, connectivity is only getting better. Uh, you, you know, We don't have to look far back before we, none of us had mobile phones and internet. So it's a really rapidly changing environment. I mean, some of the most exciting parts and the part that possibly doesn't get the, the coverage in the media is, and, and it, what is a big benefit for the doctors, which I neglected to say before, sorry, is that they can get a second opinion or a second specialist opinion from their colleagues and peers across the country and, and, and indeed across the world in a very short order of time rather than having to potentially wait days, weeks for traditional methods of contact and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, it's a really exciting exciting world when you can have, you know, two or three of the country's leading experts on one video call discussing uh, patients, um, you know, what, what the, the treatment's going to be um, and really speed that up. So it's exciting times and it will be uh, a, a really uh, interesting space to continue to watch. No doubt these are also challenging times and as we look forward uh, to uh, a time when we're quote-unquote kind of living with COVID, uh, telehealth services, you imagine, playing an important role uh, in coming months and years? Very much so. I assist Look, I think it's fair to say that telehealth really kicked off with a vengeance with um, COVID, the initial lockdowns last year. However, it had been around in many guises before that, and there's a lot of work by a lot of very good people prior to that as well. But COVID sort of put the spotlight on it, if you will. And this last, um, and even though we saw we dip after last year's lockdown, we haven't quite seen the dip or reduction in the use of telehealth uh, since the last lockdown. And we suspect that not only that patients, but uh, you know, DHB staff and, and everyone sees the real benefit of it. Uh, obviously, unnecessary travel or being able to avoid coming into a hospital um, during an endemic or pandemic could be, you know, incredibly important, particularly to immunocompromised people. Or, or, as you mentioned earlier, people that just, um, you know, they they wanted to keep themselves and their whānau safe. So, you know, unnecessary travel can be mitigated by telehealth and that, that doctor's appointment can be done over the over your smartphone or laptops in the company-owned home. And I guess with a potentially busier health workforce, not that they're uh, not already busy enough, uh, that, <laughs> that any of those kind of time-saving elements that you mentioned before become even more important at times like this. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, the last thing we want to see is a huge physical bottleneck trying to access healthcare at the front of a hospital when you know many of those people could be yeah treated by telehealth um, remotely and not having to endanger themselves by all collecting at one location. So. Yes. Well, as you say, Matthew, really interesting time for you to come on board in this position as Telehealth Implementation Manager for the Southern DHB. We want to thank you for taking some time to join us here on the awesome morning show for our Southern Health Future Spot. All the best. You're most welcome. Thanks very much for having me, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.